What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host, Tony, as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show. I'm Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group, and today we're going to be talking about inherited IRAs. Now, we've done shows on this in the past, but this show is going to be talking about a particular update from the IRS that came out in, I believe, October 2022, which gives us a little bit more clarification on some uncertainty that came from the passage of the SECURE Act and and the implications that arose from inheriting an IRA. So if you want to hear about the rule update and get some more explanation, this is the show for you. Let's bring in another. There he is. Another (laughs) smiling face, Tony Shore. Excited to to be here, Dan. Yep. So (laughs) you said you're excited to be here. I am. Let's talk about an IRS notice 2022-53. No, 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 no. That's not why I'm excited to be here. You can't jump right into the technical stuff. We have to bring the noise first and then get into the meat of the show. I'm bringing the noise, right? So uh, I like the social security poster behind you today. Love that. Yes, That's very cool. um, I covered the electric box. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the circuit breaker. I wondered why I'm like, it's a little not centered on that space. And then it's like, Oh, I see why. Yeah. You're giving up yeah. all my secrets, Tony. Wow. Yeah. I, feel, I feel naked here. Well, yeah. IRA changes, you know, it's funny because uh, there are a lot, I've been hearing a lot of uh, advisors uh, such as yourself talk about all the changes. I mean, to Medicare, social security, IRAs, tax changes, um, I mean, every year there are some changes to those things, but this year it seems like across the board, 2023 brings a lot of changes that can really affect people. Well, these changes I want to talk about today are part of the SECURE Act from 2019, but there was some uncertainty around it and they just finally clarified it. So that's what I want to talk about. Um for those that are watching on YouTube and can see my social security poster um, <laughs> on the bottom there, you could see the link to the actual IRS publication that I'm going to reference, but let's go a little bit, bit back in time, Tony um, secure act setting every community up for retirement enhancement. I have to read it. Um, 2019. So all in the acronyms, act, they raised the RMD required minimum distribution starting age to 72. Mm-hmm. But they eliminated the stretch IRA. Remember this? Oh, yeah. You can't. Yeah. You can't pass an IRA down to little Johnny and have him stretch it out over his life. Right. right. They changed the rules. Yet, it was still confusing. So, um, here's, here's what we're going to talk about today. Inherited okay. IRA. When do you have to take distributions when you inherit an IRA? And I use the term non-eligible. If a non-eligible beneficiary take inherits an IRA, they have to take it within 10 years, right? That was the new rule. You have to take it and, and take it out of the IRA and pay the IRS the taxes. No matter what your age is, if you inherit an IRA, you're, it's no longer age dependent. Uh, but is it dependent on the age of the person that you inherited it from? Like, let's say yes. I inherited. Okay. 
Yes. So we did a show on that. I'll put it up here. We did yes. a very comprehensive show on the Secure Act and the Inherited IRA rules. And in yeah, that I didn't show, listen. which I reviewed because I didn't remember it either. We did it <laughs> over a year ago now, maybe two. Right, right. Um, we talked about this particular rule. What, what, you know, why is a stretch gone? What am I doing? And I go into detail about the eligible beneficiary versus a non-eligible beneficiary. So if you're a spouse and you inherit an IRA, you could take it as your own and, and still do what you do and make take it over your lifetime. You're not required to take it in 10 years. But if you're um, like you, Tony, if your um, parent passed away, they're more than 10 years older than you, uh, I hope. And then um, yes. you inherit the IRA you are now required to spend to 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 spend that down or to take it and use it within 10 years which is a change from where it used to be so that's what i want to talk about but the question is do you have to start taking it immediately or can you wait until the 10th year and take it all as a lump sum then very big question because yeah. if you can have 10 years of a roth tax regrowth, or you can have 10 years of an IRA, you know, deferring taxes, you can position it where it's like, well, you know, right now I'm making a lot of money as a radio host, but in five years when I retire, I might not have the income. So I'll take it all then. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So when we did that previous show, we weren't sure. I wasn't sure about whether or not you can delay and take everything in the 10th year. Right. And I was not alone. Yeah. So I know you weren't wait though. Yes. Can I interject one thing just to clarify for myself before you talk about whether you have to start taking some right away, or you can just wait till that 10th year. Um, If my, if my uh, dad has an IRA and he dies at 65 and it's a traditional IRA and I inherit it, is that 10 year rule still good for, I mean, is it, I still have, doesn't matter how old he was, like if he was 50. Okay. Very, very good question. It's like you, you read my mind. If, when do you have to take distributions? If you're a non-eligible beneficiary, which you are in this case, you have to take it within 10 years, but do you have to begin distributions right away? Right. If the original owner, so say your dad, was taking RMDs before they died. So he was 72 he was, or he older. He was 72, right? Then you have to keep those RMDs going oh, right away. Oh, that's what I, yeah. Okay. I'll give you the actual language. So if you wanted to read it, or those listening, they can't read the or know where the link is to the, to the Social Security um, uh, ruling, but here's their Here's what they say in quotes. Now I'm quoting the social security from that document. I linked quote, if the employee dies after distributions have begun, meaning they started taking distributions, the employee's remaining interest must be distributed at least as rapidly as under the distribution method used by the employee. And the key term there is at at least as rapidly as when they died. Sure. And by employee, they just mean the person that had the IRA. Right. right. Yeah. And and because they go into like a 401k or, you know, sure. qualified funds um, and and quote, must take an annual required minimum distribution beginning in the first calendar year after the calendar year of the employee's death. So in your case, if your father passed away and he is 
72 or older, or he's already taking RMDs, you would have to take RMDs right away. You'd have to start that the first calendar year after the calendar year if your father died. Yeah. So if you if your father died this year, you'd have to, and, and you inherited his IRA, you'd have to start the distributions next year. So that's, wow. but your question was this, what if the person dies before beginning their own requirement uh, distribution? Exactly. That was my question. Yep. So this is what the I Secure jumped Act the gun did. again. Yeah. The old rule. No, no, it's a good question. So, so we have established if someone's already taking required minimum distributions yeah. and you inherit their IRA, you got to keep it going at yep. least at, as much as they were doing. Right. So at least as rapidly was the term. So you have to use their life expectancy and their RMD schedule to continue that. So you can't just say, I'm going to wait 10 years and then take it in the 10th year. Now, the old rules were if you inherited it from your dad and he's not yet taking required minimum distributions, you'd have to distribute it within five years of their death. That's the five-year rule. Um, or you could distribute it over your life expectancy. That was the old rule. The new rule is the five years is lengthened to 10. So the 10-year rule now, you have to take it um, over 10 years, not five. But regardless of whether the eligible, the person dies before the required um, beginning date or not, you have to take it within that 10 years. You can't stretch it over your lifetime anymore. Right. This is, again, for a non-spouse or non-eligible beneficiaries. So they are qualifying a little bit. So people, so what would the big debate was, and they had this comment period, you know, you hear about the comment periods on our, you know, federal rulings, what happens in those? Well, a bunch of people that get really into this stuff comment and say, Hey, listen, what about this 10 year rule? Can I wait to the 10th year? This is confusing. The five-year rule you could wait. Now you can't with the 10, what's going on? Do I have to take RMDs or not? Give us some clarification. And they're suggesting you got to take it um, over 10 years. The way I read it and the way I think it's going to come out, and they're going to give hopefully some more guidance, but they came out in February of 2022 and said, you have to take every year. You can't delay until the 10th year now. Even if the person that passed wasn't taking RMDs yet, you still can't wait till the 10th that year? That is the question. What can you do? And the way I'm looking at it is they're saying, yeah, you have to start taking RMDs. Wow. Regardless. Regardless. So um, this is still a gray area though. And they came out with this, this ruling and I'm looking at it and here's why it's important. They said they're going to, well, I'll, so, you know, if you do something wrong here, why it's so important to get it right. Because if you don't take your RMD, when you're supposed to, you get hit with a penalty. And it's a big one. It's a big one. Isn't you it 50%? It is? 50%. Exactly. And it's not a penalty. It's not a penalty. It's an excise tax. It's a penalty. So, <laughs> yeah. 50% yeah. penalty. So, yeah. Tony, if you inherited an IRA. You can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a pig. Right. If you inherited I don't know an IRA. Right to say. And you... We're supposed to take it within 10 years, right? And you said, you know, I'm going to wait. And you didn't take anything in, in 2020 when you inherited it. Right. Or in 2019 when you when this rule, right? And you missed that. And you were supposed to have taken 10,000 out according to the rules. And you missed it. You would get penalized or an excise tax of $5,000. Well, 
But here's the deal. Because it was so darn confusing, what the IRS did in this in the same thing is said in the same report, uh, they offer a reprieve. They say, quote, to the extent a taxpayer did not take a specified RMD as defined on the section uh, 4-C of this notice, the IRS will not assert an excise tax is due under section 4974. Oh. So they are waiving the excise penalties on people that fail to do the RMDs in this scenario because they just were confused because it is confusing. It is. Yeah. 2023 is not going to be the same. They're done with the forgiveness, forgiving. Oh, this isn't forever. This is just for 2019, 2020, 2021. They said, all right, we're sorry. We see from the feedback. It was confusing. Enough of that. We're here's where we're going to go for going forward. And by the way, if you missed it, don't panic. We're not going to fine you. And if we did and you paid the fine or the excise tax, we're going to refund it to you. So you can fill out a form, ask for a refund and they're going to, you know, I don't know how long that'll take, but you never know. So they'll give you (laughs) a a long time on your, on your IRA. So uh, on your RMD excise tax. Right. So interesting stuff. Now, before we go any further and before I forget, I need to make sure everyone's aware that I'm not providing tax advice. And to help with that, I'm going to bring on a friend of mine and we'll see what he has to say about this. Dolphin Financial Group does not provide tax advice. See a CPA for tax advice. <laughs> nice. Nice. I like it. Whoops, we lost you there for a second. Yeah, was, I lost that was you my too. Son. Yeah, I said that was nice. I like that. Um, yeah, and uh, he was wearing a, a shirt that you know I thought, eh, let's do that. So he t- actually just took it and reversed it, so his shirt's on backwards. And then, oh, it <laughs> is. Oh, that's funny. I had to bribe him. So anyway, um, <laughs> I had to bribe him. So uh, I don't know. So here's the deal. <laughs> If you're if you inherited an IRA after twenty in twenty twenty or beyond, yeah, there's some rules that you need to be aware of and you need to make sure you do it right. So start looking at it, start coming up with a plan, talk to your financial professional, talk to your CPA, tax preparer, and say, Hey, am I doing this right? Am I taking the right amount? Because they they're they've given a little leeway. They're done with the leeway. They're saying get with in order. So as a conclusion, I would say the RMD rules were confusing. IRS admitted that. They um, gave more specifics. They eliminated the penalties because of the confusion. The excise tax has been reprieved. But don't get complacent now because, you know, then they're not going to give it forever. Well, here's the punchline, Dan, and here's what our listeners need to understand is because of things like this, I mean, really the bottom line is – you need to be working with somebody who stays on top of these things and deals with this every day. A financial services professional like yourself, a financial advisor who digs into this stuff and you can help your clients. If they come to you, you have a client, they say, I inherited this IRA or one of our listeners said, I just inherited an IRA and I'm not sure what to do. They can come to you. You're not a tax professional, but you work with tax professionals. You understand the law and you look at the big picture. 
right? Uh, you don't just look at their current tax situation. You look at their overall financial picture and say, okay, in your case, the best interest would be to do this and to delay this, but do this now. Here's what you can do under the rules that type of thing, and you can refer them to a trusted tax professional uh, and work alongside their CPA. So I don't think anybody should make any moves without uh, a financial professional like yourself. And if our listeners have questions, they can call you, right? Absolutely. And you're right, Tony. It's tough because I'm a certified financial planner. I do a lot of tax planning. I don't I don't do tax returns, but um, I'm talking to them. I'm talking to, hey, let's plan this. And one of the things I'm required to do is, is act in people's best interest. And if I see an inherited IRA that is not following the rules, I want to be the first to say, Hey, we got to do something with this. Yeah. And they'll say, well, what do we do? And we talk to the CPA and we come up with a plan and we make sure that doing my guidance at this point is, you know what, if you're thinking you might run afoul of this rule, just start taking the required minimum distributions. You know what I mean? Just, just, just start taking it. And but if you want to know, oh, well, how do I do that? And right, what do I do? Right. Uh, that's where you come in. And it's so mm-hmm. important because I know for your clients, you're constantly doing the math, looking at the angle, saying, how can we minimize your tax burden? And that's what we all want. We, I mean, we want to make sure we're doing it right so we don't get penalized or have that, uh, you know, excise tax uh, levied against us. Uh, But, you know, so you look at that, but anyway, of minimizing your tax burden, minimizing penalties, that's what you're looking out for. Exactly. And, you know, what's interesting is a lot of times you're, uh, you know, you get that fair market value letter at the end of the year on an IRA in, in early part of the year. You see December 31st, this is what my IRA was worth. And this is what I'm going to use to calculate what my required minimum distribution is. 2022 has been a pretty terrible year for stocks. So, you know, maybe you you mess up and think, oh, I got to take, uh, I could take less because my accounts go down. But, oh, no, it's based on what it was on December 31st, which was basically the peak of, uh, of the stock market in 2021. So, um Yeah, it can get confusing. I suggest people really pay attention to this. Take a look at that. I'll put the link back up for those that are watching in case they want to see what that IRS notice was. Read it for yourself. Think about it. Do not miss it because, you know, making a a, picking a bad stock or or, you know, um, paying a, a late fee on a bank or paying interest on a credit card. Yeah, that's that's tough. That's not good. But an excise tax of 50 percent inexcusable that's one you just don't want to hit. yeah exactly good show tony um yeah great you, show Dan. hey you know we're talking about irs stuff and you stayed awake the whole time uh, <laughs> we're with us the whole time i can tell you know i saw your dog walk past you and you're probably saying he's like you know time for breakfast but you know well, you, you whatever i borrowed it from my ira <laughs> right <laughs> yeah mom well, that's for my roth ira <laughs> <laughs> IRAs. I mean, it's amazing how confusing these can be. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll um, we'll catch up on a, a show in the beginning of 2023 when we could talk sure. about here's if the IRS comes out. If the IRS comes out with another ruling or more guidance, we'll do it. But for now, I wouldn't bet against them. I would totally start taking my yeah. RMD. Thanks for a good show, everyone. We'll catch you next week. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, 
head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion. Dan Mundo or Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated or endorsed by Social Security or any government agency. Everything discussed on today's show was for informational purpose only. Since everyone's situation is different, some things may not apply to you. The materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources. We cannot be 100% certain that they are accurate. You should really talk to my dad or someone from Dolphin Financial Group before trying to implement these ideas or strategies.